As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shut that door. Love you too, babies. Out. I'm doing my show. Out. Shut the door.
culture. Entertainment talk that's not allergic to common sense. Step into the rooster's coop. Resurrecting American tradition, one issue at a time. Welcome to Unleashed. Let's see if uh, we can make this any different than yesterday. Man, I'll tell you, it's weird. It's kind of nice. Got this thing going on right now. I'm looking over like, when do I got to stop it? When do I got to stop it? Well, with this new piece of equipment, I don't have to stop it. It feels pretty good, if you know what I'm saying. Ah, insanity. (laughs) Do you expect anything less in days like today? Uh, It seems... As in six days, six days, we have seen 37 executive orders from Joe Biden. 37 orders, six days. And uh, I do believe that it was his party that cautioned Donald Trump not to not to legislate through fiat. Remember that? You remember that? Yeah, maybe it's just me, but I, uh, I remember them saying that. So it, this is a bizarre one. Or, or not. I, I guess they're all bizarre at this point. But check this out. Joe Biden signs an executive order banning the term China virus. China virus. Why? <laughs> maybe, maybe it's because that's where it came from and they don't, uh, they don't want to talk about it. I don't know. Uh, if you guys can hear me, tell me, uh, according to the stream, we're going good. But Craig said he didn't hear nothing yet. Uh, okay, okay. It's it's just Craig. Yeah, that's <laughs> but l- listen to this. Uh, Joe Biden signed an executive order today that banned the term China virus. Although it's still unclear how this is going to help the pandemic. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's because the coronavirus is widely believed to have been created in a lab in Wuhan, China. Now, we can't say for sure. We'll never know for sure. But if it looks like a duck and it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, it's probably a duck. That's that's my guess. Now, I, I wanted to do something today because I see a lot of this stuff happening. I know you guys do, too. This dangerous, dangerous stuff. Like, like literally, they're they're coming after Trump supporters. We're going to talk a little bit about the Department of Homeland Security issued an advisory for domestic extremism. And they took a couple jabs, basically, at uh, Americans, Trump supporters. Yeah, people like me and you. They took that jab, and, and it kind of... Uh, it kind of adds to the insanity. You know, if you remember right, they were letting people out all over the U.S. out of prison and out of jail because of the coronavirus. Do you guys remember that? As a matter of fact, we've had people murdered in Springfield, Missouri, because of people they have let out of jail in California. They want to escape California, so they come here. So you would think that the new Democrat establishment, you would think that they would be 
wanting to be, you know, a little bit more lax on everybody. But no, 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 no. It's only it's only on the people that have their group think. Listen to this before I play this wonderful song that kind of reminds me of us. Prosecutors are demanding life in prison on bioterror charges for a Trump supporter who licked an envelope at a polling location. Now, this guy made a joke, and it was a bad, terrible, terrible taste in jokes. He, he made a joke. I guess in America, you can't do that anymore. Even though it was in bad taste, listen to this. A prominent Trump supporter is facing life in prison for licking an envelope at a polling location on election day and making a joke, which is apparently considered a bioterror threat in the age of COVID-19 mass hysteria. Now, imagining this, imagine this. This guy licked this envelope. Peter, I'm not even going to try. It's T-R-Z-O-S, Tross. A Trump supporter from Kego Harbor is in court under felony charges for what he claims was a joke made to a city clerk after the clerk made him lick an absentee ballot envelope while he was turning it in at a polling location. He said, I kind of thought it was a joke. I thought it was funny at the time, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be arraigned and out on bond and have court fees and drug tested. I mean, you lose your whole life just because someone accused you of something. So literally, this guy licks it. He uh, hands it over. And what, what did he say here? He said, and I'm supposed to remove my mask and lick an envelope that everyone else has handled just to turn it in. If anything, I am the one who was threatened. But yes, they handed it to him, said, lick your own envelope. He handed it back. Here's some COVID-19 for you. Terrible joke. Terrible joke. Idiot. Moron. But literally, the prosecutors are asking for life in prison, ladies and gentlemen. Life in prison. It says, prosecutors hope to make an example out of Tross after his long history as a community reformer pushing ballot initiatives in his city to oppose civil asset forfeiture and promote term limits. They are using past marijuana offenses and as an excuse to give him a potential life sentence, even though marijuana has since been made legal and is now considered an essential business by the state. Kego Harbor Police Chief John Fitzgerald has made it clear that the system is intent upon punishing Tross regardless of the facts of the case. Through requesting charges through the Oakland County Prosecutor's Office against him for the crime of harmful substance device person falsely exposed may seem like an overreach to some, but we believe it was, an, it was appropriate in this circumstance due to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic and how it has disrupted workers in an active polling place during a presidential election. Though he may have construed this to glib a statement or a joke, we had to look at the totality of the circumstances. Wow. This was not an act of political defiance, such as not wearing a mask in a public place in violation of health department rules, but it was an overt act that fit the current criminal code definition as determined by the prosecutor's office that was specifically directed at an individual with intent to make them believe they are exposed to a harmful biological substance. 
It has the semblance of shouting fire in a crowded theater. And only in this case, it was threatening COVID-19 exposure in a crowded polling place during a pandemic. Additionally, according to the city clerk, the subject's absentee ballot was processed and voted as required through poll workers' use of extra PPE and precautions while handling it. I would like to know what you guys think. Obviously, the guy's a moron. The guy did something stupid. He was making a joke. But literally, they're charging him with multiple felonies, and they want this guy put in prison for life? Life, the prosecutors are demanding life in prison for this guy. You know, it's funny. If they actually end up putting him in prison, if they actually end up doing that, we can literally go around saying, yeah, you can make a joke and joke about COVID-19 and you'll get more time in prison than a bank robber or a pedophile. Now, anyways, folks, I want to play this song. This song kind of reminds me of me a little bit, and I know it just, it just, it has this Trump-esque feeling. Now, we know that they're coming for us. They, the, the Department of Homeland Security, the FBI, the FBI has been to multiple people's homes. They're coming for what they consider extremists. They are coming for traditional Americans, constitutionalists, people that they consider extreme. Remember, we've had shows about this where we talk about the scale moving one way and something that was normal yesterday is now extreme today and or the other way around. Something that was extreme yesterday is normal today. I want you to listen to this. It's kind of funny, but I absolutely love it. Good morning, Your Honor. May I approach the bench? Give a damn what anyone thinks I stay up all night and I smoke and I drink I'm a wanted man and I'm blowing town Don't waste your time trying to hunt me down <coughs> The cops are saying I belong behind bars And I'm guilty I'm guilty as charged Never lost to fight my life. I'll send you home crying to your fat and ugly wife. If you don't believe me when I tell you this, well, let me introduce you to my rock party. If you're accusing me of living too hard, well, I'm guilty. I'm guilty as charged. To the things that I say I don't need anybody's help to rise above it If you don't like the way I'm living, buddy Why don't you shut it? When you feel the ground shaking underneath your feet Well, that's yours truly walking down the street Come a little closer, girl I'll show you my scars And I'm guilty I'm guilty as charged. 
Guilty as charged. How about you guys? I am guilty of supporting Trump. I'm guilty of loving my country. I'm guilty of wanting to follow the Constitution. I'm guilty of wanting my politicians to represent the people that they're supposed to represent. I'm guilty for wanting a regular America to have a economic chance at bettering their life. I'm guilty. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply of trying to live the American dream. I am what a lot of people would call an extremist because I believe in traditional America. Isn't that weird? I hate it. I hate it. But I truly believe that that song, if you don't like the way I'm living, leave me alone, guilty as charged, dancing with the devil every day and every night, isn't that what we have to do every single day if you love America? Doesn't that get to you? It gets to me. And now we have a president that has literally written an executive order among the 37. This is one of the 37. 37 orders in six days. You can't say China virus anymore. Signed an executive order banning the term. What does banning mean? Hey, guess what? I'm a free American. China virus, China virus, China virus. You guys got it? China virus. Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh. China virus. China virus coming to a city in America near you. Yeah, China virus. Can't say it anymore. Give me a break. Doesn't that piss you off? I mean, literally the president of the United States saying that you can't say China virus. People making a joke, handing a ballot to somebody after they made him take it and lick his own ballot and handing it to him. And then he's facing life in prison. The prosecutors want life in prison because this guy made a bad joke. Stupid joke, but a joke nonetheless. Oh, thank you, Leslie. I, I worked on it a lot today. I'm talking about the show, folks. I don't know if it was just my show or if it was Spreaker. I, I'm not sure because uh, BC's show last night didn't uh, didn't record to Spreaker either. So coming in today, I was like, I don't even know if we're going to, you know, I, I, I really don't know if uh, they got to me. You know, I, I'm the whipping post. You're the whipping post. You know, it is what it is. Uh, but I'm glad I'm on. So I wanted to get to this. Andy Ngo. Do you guys know who he is? 
remember, before Department of Homeland Security got together and they they said that there were domestic terrorists, do you remember Andy Go? He was the gay journalist that got beat up by Antifa. He literally left the country. He literally left the country. Why? Because there were credible threats from Antifa. I want you to think about that for a second. There were credible threats from Antifa, so he had to leave his home. Listen to this. Journalist Andy Ngo is forced to leave the United States after credible death threats from Antifa. But remember, Antifa is just an idea. There's no central location. And you know what's funny about that? I listen to these politicians talk about Antifa. Well, there's... There's no central communication hub. There's no head of the snake. There, there's nothing. It's just an idea. Well, if that's the case, then these terrorist cells that don't have any one head person, they must just be an idea too. I mean, isn't that what they told us, that there was Iranian sleeper cells in America where they had no you know, uh, central leader? They're just here. Uh, listen to this. Journalist Andy Ngo has been forced to leave the United States after enduring credible death threats from Antifa, which we, on this side, we consider them domestic terrorists over the course of many months. Ngo made shocking announcement that he has relocated to London during a recent appearance on Sky News, which is basically Fox News over there in Europe. He explained how Antifa's reign of terror forced him to leave his home of Portland, Oregon, and then the country to protect his safety. For a number of months now, there's been an increasing threat of violence against me and promises by Antifa extremists to kill me and go set about his ordeal. You guys have all seen Antifa. They targeted him before. They used violence. I mean, there was a whole crowd of them beating him. And he happens to be gay. Now, listen to this. Uh, DHS issues terrorism advisory over domestic extremists emboldened by capital riots. Now, I, I get really sick and tired of the same old BS over and over and over. Do you think, and this is an honest question for you folks, do you guys think that BLM and Antifa, do you think that they were emboldened over the summer when they were with impunity able to start fires, commit arson. They were able to violently hurt people, shoot people, beat people, steal property, destroy property. Do you think that they were emboldened because of that? And I didn't see the Department of Homeland Security issuing terrorism threats, even though Trump supporters were getting pulled out of their car and almost beaten to death. It says the Department of Homeland Security said violent extremists were motivated by COVID-19 restrictions, the 2020 election results, and the use of police force. (laughs) Do you guys believe that? Does anybody believe that? Do you think it was the election results, or do you think that 
It was because the American people believed that the election was stolen from them. What do you think? Do you think it was COVID-19 restrictions? Uh, I listened on BC show last night where this poor woman had an eatery. And she had her tables separated and the, and the, the government said, no, 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 you can't, uh, you can't have people there. And less than 50 feet from her show, they set up a movie set where people were eating right next to there. Literally, and, and you have to ask yourself, what, 50 feet? That's the difference? I mean, here COVID's bad, there COVID's okay. It's, it's kind of like your local stores, right? It, isn't it like your local stores, how you, um, you can't go into your local store? Because COVID-19 lives there. But you can go to a Walmart. Walmart's fine. Walmart's fine. Yeah. Any of the big box stores is fine. You know, anywhere where they can centralize wealth, that's okay. You're going to be okay. It says the Department of Homeland Security issued a national terrorism advisory warning Wednesday, citing a heightened threat environment across the United States weeks after the deadly January 6th riot at the Capitol. In an alert, the DHS said Wednesday that a National Terrorism Advisory System bulletin would be put in effect until April 30th, believing that the threat would persist in the weeks following the successful presidential inauguration. While the Department of Homeland Security does not have any information related to specific credible plots, the department said that it remained concerned over violent extremists who were motivated by a range of issues, including anger over COVID-19 restrictions, the 2020 election results, and police use of force. The Department of Homeland Security added that these same drivers to violence will remain through early 2021, and some may be emboldened by the January 6, 2021 breach of the U.S. Capitol. The last bulletin was issued last January, warning of the potential cyber attacks by Iran Despite domestic extremists openly talk about storming Washington on January 6th, the DHS did not issue an alert in the run-up to the siege. This is an ABC report. You got to think about this. What does that mean, an advisory? Who are they advising? Are they advising the people? No, 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 no. If you remember right, uh, last week I talked about the story with John Brennan where he flat out said, I played the the audio of it, that the Department of Homeland Security was going to deal with the insurrectionist Trump supporters. You guys remember that? So here we go. This is shot across the bow. This is, it's here now, FBI, uh, the authority figures that need an excuse to come and pick people up that they don't like. Well, they've got it. It loosens the reins. It allows them to operate outside of the box a little bit here. They have less restrictions because, well, there's a real threat. Even though even though they have no information related to anything specific or any credible plot, it says that they remain concerned over violent extremists. What do we do? Group everybody together? And, and if... If you're angry at your government for not representing you, does that automatically make you a dangerous extremist? If you bring up the fact that Joe Biden is destroying fossil fuel, even though he said he wasn't going to, 
does that make you a violent extremist? If you use the words China virus, does that make you a violent extremist? You guys remember the Q shaman? The Q shaman or or self-described Q shaman, you know, the guy with horns that stood in Mike Pence's place, which is kind of funny because I think lawfully, I'm I'm not sure about this, but I, I literally think lawfully, if you stand in that spot, you become the president of the Senate. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But literally, he came out now, and and he turned on Trump, if you guys didn't realize. He said, yeah, it was Trump's fault. Which I said, you know, there's something weird about that guy anyways. But, yeah, he uh, he has turned on Trump. So is he now not a domestic terrorist? In the Rique Terrio, the leader of the Proud Boys... He was arrested, if you guys remember right, and now it came out today that um, he was working with federal government and local authorities. Now, some of the stuff he was working on them with, like cleaning up human trafficking, I'm all for that. I'm all with that. You know, that's cool. But he, but in a report that they released, and remember, I know that they're going to try to smear his name. It says that in 2014, he helped bring down... Uh, some marijuana grow operations. You know, were they with this other group doing other things? Who knows? Uh, All I do know is that they consider him a domestic terrorist. You, you want to talk about domestic terrorists. Uh, I'm going to go to break. But when we come back, I want to talk to you about a guy, literally named Ricky Vaughn. That's his pen name. And he has been indicted by using Twitter to spread election disinformation. He faces 10 years in prison because he did some memes that they don't like. I'm not kidding you. This is, this is reality. They have indicted him for creating memes that was election disinformation. Think about that, folks. I'll be right back. Occupied California, a mere two miles from the state capital. The bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon Radio Show can be heard every Tuesday and Thursday night at 8 p.m. Pacific and 11 p.m. Eastern, only on the SHR Media Network. Go to shrmedia.com to listen. You can also watch on the SHR Media Facebook page and the SHR Media YouTube channel. No goldfish were abused in the making of this ad. Something about my soul, I think. But 
I'll tell you, the soul of this country is in big trouble. Listen to this. Pro-Trump meme maker Ricky Vaughn has been indicted for using Twitter to spread election disinformation to Hillary Clinton voters and faces 10 years in prison. Well, if you guys remember, I don't remember what movie it was, but Vaughn was the guy's name. He was a pitcher, and that's how he came up with his pen name. He had a make it a make make America great again hat on. It says a pro Trump meme maker and Twitter troll was indicted Wednesday by the federal government for using social media platform to spread election disinformation to Hillary Clinton voters in 2016. Ricky Vaughn, aka Douglas Mackey, used Twitter to post memes and troll Hillary Clinton. During the 2016 presidential election cycle, the 31-year-old Mackey was arrested in West Palm Beach on one charge of conspiracy against rights and faces up to 10 years in prison. According to the unsealed indictment, Mackey conspired with others on Twitter to encourage black people to cast their votes text message in text message. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Eastern District of New York said in its indictment that one week before the 2016 election... Mackey tweeted an image of a black woman in front of an African-Americans for President Hillary sign. Emblazoned on the picture was a message. Avoid the line, vote from home. Text Hillary to 59925, vote for Hillary, and be a part of history. According to the complaint, more than 4,900 people cast their vote via text message. BuzzFeed News said they sent a message, text message to the number and Hillary Clinton's campaign actually responded and redirected people to the proper channels. So if you're dumb enough to fall for a meme, I don't know how many people I know that literally would post a meme that said something like, don't forget to vote, Democrats vote this day, Republicans vote this day. Some of us have probably done that. I don't think I have, but... 
I've seen it a million times. It was fairly rampant. And they're setting the stage. If you put something like it out there, you if you did something like that, you're literally going to be indicted and you're going to face 10 years in prison. What do you guys think? 10 years. It says that starting in at least 2015, Mackey participated in numerous groups And these groups, which at times included dozens of individuals and at times had overlapping memberships, served as forums for the participants to share, among other things, their views concerning how to influence the election. Among other things, Mackey and the members of these groups used the group DMs to create, refine, and share memes and hashtags that members of groups would subsequently post and distribute. Hmm. It says, for example, on or about December 22nd, 2015, Mackey and his associates exchanged messages in Fed-free hate chat relating to memes suggesting that certain voters were hiding their desire to vote for a presidential candidate from one of the two main political parties, Candidate 2. Mackey stated, using Mackey Account 1, it's actually a great meme to spread, make all these libs think that their friends are secretly voting for candidate two. A participant in the group conversations, a Twitter user described it as the perfect psyop to which Mackey later replied. We've hit upon meme magic mother load. The next day Mackey used the Mackey account one to retweet a tweet that contained one of the discussed memes with the following text. If you need support, I am here for you. Candidate two closet. I'm telling you, folks, this is getting bad. It says in this article, the federal government is criminalizing political speech in order to lock up Trump supporters. Even worse, nobody who unleashed the might of the U.S. government to illegally spy on Trump's 2016 campaign has gone to jail. Now, that's the contrast point that I want to talk about right there. How many people have went to jail uh, for spying on Trump, for lying about FISA? As a matter of fact, there was uh, some unclassified documents that came out Monday. And they proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that the FBI knowingly went and got those FISA warrants with nothing. Literally nothing. Who's went to jail? Nobody. Kevin Kleinsmith, I think he got six months because he changed a word in there. A low-level attorney. And if you remember, I told you folks a year ago that nobody was going to go to jail over it. Maybe. This is what I said. Maybe Kevin Kleinsmith will get a slap on the wrist because they're going to find some low-level attorney that they can blame this all on. And none of the bigwigs are actually going to go to jail. I'm trying desperately, literally, I'm trying desperately to get people out of this this thinking, Republican versus Democrat, Democrat versus, versus Republican. Because they're all bad. The Republicans and Democrats. Do you want to know what a Republican is? A Republican is literally a Democrat without balls. A Democrat is a little bit more evil, but they have balls. They'll actually go do things. You got to get your mind out of the matrix that it's a Republican-Democrat thing that if you don't Vote Republican, Democrats will get in. 
and if I'm being honest about it, maybe one or two election cycles will go through and they will. But people will get sick of it. People will get tired of the hate. Now, will we ever have a fair election again? I don't honestly know. I don't honestly know. I know that the government works as a system, and I can honestly see them running somebody like Mitt Romney and saying, oh, look at he won. You guys won. Quit whining. But Romney's not a Republican. I don't think that we're ever going to have another Donald Trump as long as we don't change something. They're scared to death of Donald Trump. Not just in the presidential office. They're scared to death of Donald Trump, like Maxine Waters says. Taking over state legislatures. Taking over small cities. Towns across America will be filled with Trump supporters. Maxine Waters said it herself. So in America, let me let me say what went on today. Ricky Vaughn, aka Douglas Mackey, was arrested for political memes. Though I'm telling you, most of my friends on Facebook have shared one of those memes, a funny meme. Because remember, there is no comedy in America anymore. Do you remember when Donald Trump was being funny? And he said, okay, okay, I, I don't talk to the Russians. I don't know the Russians, blah, blah, blah. Hey, Russians, if you got anything on Hillary, send it. He was being funny. He was making a joke. And they literally were going to try to impeach him over that. Do you guys remember that? There's an executive order from a man who thinks he's king of the United States of America named Joe Biden saying that you can't say China virus. A journalist has been allowed to move out of the United States for his safety because he doesn't think he's safe, safe to a group that has committed violence against him, burned down buildings and cities, literally murdered people, And yet our government says, no, 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 no. They're not domestic terrorists. They're not even real. It's just an idea. However, our government, the Department of Homeland Security, actually listed an advisory about domestic extremism based on a Capitol riot that had multiple different groups, ideas, and ideologies present but they're only picking on one person. Do you see how that works? One group of people. That's all they're picking on. This is going on in America right now. Now, I wanted to bring this up because somebody said yesterday, Donald Trump is not going to be with the Patriot Party. And I'm going to read this article to you. It's by Shane Trail. About the Patriot Party. Everybody says, oh, Donald Trump said the Patriot Party, he's not going with it, blah, blah, blah. Listen to me about this because I'm right. He said, now is not the time to divide the ranks. Former President Donald Trump's team has officially disavowed. I want you to listen very closely. Donald Trump's team has officially disavowed Patriot Party a fringe outfit that has tried to draw Trump supporters out of the Republican Party into a new third-party effort. It goes on, it says, Fake news has been circulating that Trump was connected to the efforts of Michael Joseph Gall of Georgia, 
who had suggested in a January 22nd filing that Trump may be connected to his incarnation of the Patriot Party. Trump's team has made it clear in a separate FEC filing that this is not the case. On January 22nd, 2021, Patriot Party filed a Form 1 Statement of Organization listing Trump's presidential organization as a participant in purported joint fundraising activities under 11 CFR 102.17. Trump's presidential organization did not authorize the filing of this form and has not entered into any joint fundraising agreement to fundraise through Patriot Party and has no knowledge of the Patriot Party's activities whatsoever, Trump's team wrote in the filing. Well, first of all, how did they get Donald Trump's presidential organization filing numbers? Anybody? I don't know, just just an observation. If nobody knew anything about the Patriot Party, where did they get those filing numbers? Hmm. To be clear, Trump's presidential organization has no affiliation with the Patriot Party, which is not authorized by Mr. Trump or Trump's presidential organization. The filing continued. Trump's presidential organization is placing this disavowal notice on public record out of concern for confusion among the public, which may be misled to believe the Patriot Party's activities have been authorized by Mr. Trump or Trump's presidential organization, or that contributions to this unauthorized committee are being made to Trump's presidential organization. When that is not true, they added in the filing. It says previously Trump had flirted with the idea of starting a Patriot Party or a separate third-party organization away from the GOP, which was seized upon by opportunists trying to exploit the former president's name to make a buck. Hmm. It says recent polling indicates that overwhelming majority of Republicans side with President Donald Trump over Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell in their struggle over the future of the GOP. Oh, I I truly believe that. I do. And I'm going to say this. Donald Trump can't really let or be let known his political intentions until after a few things happen. One, there's some stuff in a court in the Southern District of New York that needs to be worked through. And while he has prominent power within the GOP. It's going to help them with that. Number two, the impeachment hearing is still going on and legal wranglings, not only of himself, but of his family and legal wranglings pertaining to the ability of people within the Trump white house to be able to run for future office. That's going on right now. Hmm. I'm being told it's garbling again. Haven't touched nada, nothing weird Hmm. so this is what I believe I believe that Donald Trump Donald Trump is going to come back in a different party as a matter of fact Donald Trump might even stay with the GOP party while pushing a new party for his children and other politicians that can't find their way into the GOP or the Democrat party 
And at some point, there's going to be a massive switch into a new party. Now, whether that's the Patriot Party, I, I tend to believe that it will be. It might not be organized under that man that they're talking about here. But you're going to watch something miraculous happen because people right now are saying, well, it doesn't matter. It would slide the GOP into the third biggest party in America. That's true. Most Republicans would follow Donald Trump. However, people are worried about Democrats. Now, there's a big group of Democrats that do not believe that they're being represented properly in what's going on right now. They, they just, they don't. So I wanted to bring this story up. Let me see if I can find it here. Maybe. I hate this. When, uh, there we go. There is a person out there that has a lot of power with traditional Democrats. There is a person out there that some of you might not like. I actually happen to really, really like her. Her name is Tulsi Gabbard. She quit doing politics. She's sitting out there. She's giving all this commentary. She's telling people what she really wants. And people say, oh, but she's a Democrat. Yep, she's a Democrat that sued Hillary Rodham Clinton. You got to have some balls to sue somebody within your own party, especially somebody at the head of your party. Listen to this. This is what Tulsi Gabbard had to say. Let me see. Maybe I can just pull it up. Maybe. Is anybody else having computer problems right now, or is it me? I I mean, is there like a weird thing going on? The mob that stormed the Capitol on January 6th to try to stop Congress from carrying out its constitutional responsibilities were behaving like... Yeah, you see that? Boom. All right, let me try that again, folks. Sorry. The mob that stormed the Capitol on January 6th to try to stop Congress from carrying out its constitutional responsibilities were behaving like domestic enemies of our country. But let's be clear. The John Brennans, Adam Schiff's, and the oligarchs in big tech who are trying to undermine our constitutionally protected rights and turn our country into a police state with KGB-style surveillance are also domestic enemies and much more powerful and therefore dangerous than the mob that stormed the Capitol. Hang on a second. Did Tulsi Gabbard just say that John Brennan and Adam Schiff were bigger domestic enemies than the people that were at the Capitol riots on the 6th? Let's listen to that once again. Folks, this is Tulsi Gabbard, the woman that a lot of people don't like because she's a Democrat. Well, there are different types of Democrats, just like there are different types of Republicans. If I told you people... Yeah, Jim Jordan and Mitt Romney are both the same Republican. You guys would look at me and laugh. I'm telling you, I have a vision of the future. And this vision has Trump joining with Gabbard to create an ultimate alliance of America freedom-loving people to build the biggest party this country has ever seen. We're behaving like domestic enemies of our country. But let's be clear. The John Brennans, Adam Schiff's, and the oligarchs in big tech who are trying to undermine our constitutionally protected rights and turn our country into a police state with KGB-style surveillance are also domestic enemies and much more powerful and therefore dangerous than the mob that stormed the Capitol. 
Now, John Brennan said. So I know looking forward that the members of the, the Biden team who have been nominated or have been appointed are now moving in laser-like fashion to try to uncover as much as they can about what looks very similar to insurgency movements that we've seen overseas, mm -hmm. where they germinate in different parts of the country and they gain strength and it brings together an unholy alliance frequently of religious, ex religious extremists, authoritarians, fascists, bigots, uh, racists, nativists, uh, even libertarians. Now, President Biden... I call upon you and all members of Congress from both parties to denounce these efforts by the likes of Brennan and others to take away our civil liberties that are endowed to us by our creator and guaranteed in our constitution. Amen. If you don't stand up to these people now, then our country will be in great peril. The Thank you, Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard. Thank you very much, folks. I know things are not as they seem, and we're so used to doing things the same way over and over and over again. We can't get past the Republican, the Democrat. You know what? People are people are people are people, and I don't care if you're talking about skin color. I don't care if you're talking about politicians. Anytime that you see people they get in a position of power that can be corrupted, guess what they're going to be? And what we have in this country is the Republicans and the Democrats have both been corrupted to the point that they no longer answer to the people, and that is key. Tulsi Gabbard is one of the people that can unite people that are, that are unreachable under Trump. She can unite people that are scared of Republicans. She... And Donald Trump can do something in this country that's that hasn't been done in a long, long time. And that's bring people together where literally there is a power, not in the government's hands, not in a party's hands, but in the people's hands. And if you take common sense people like Tulsi Gabbard, listen to what she just said. She just called out somebody in her own party, the old former CIA director, Adam Schiff, among others, and put them in the spotlight and said, what they're doing is more dangerous than what happened at the Capitol on the 6th. She directly asked the President of the United States and members of Congress to do the right thing. Exactly. BC said, it ain't about anything else except right versus wrong, good versus evil, and that's exactly where we're at. I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that the new breed of Americans, the people that are ready to take our country back with their own hands, I'm going to do everything I can to help them. Whether it's my voice, whether it's showing up monetarily, if I can help, I'm going to. Not the Republicans, not the Democrats, not the people that tell us one thing and do something else, but people that are actually trying to make a difference. Thank you, Tulsi Gabbard. Lord knows we're going to need it. Lord knows we're going to need it. Everything that Joe Biden said he wasn't going to do, he's doing. He's going to ban all the new fracking leases on federal lands, even after he said that he wasn't going to. And I still have the video if you guys want to see it. He killed 
five. I want you to think about this on the border wall. He stopped the border wall from being built. He stopped the maintenance crews from maintaining the border wall that already has been built. Over 5,000 American families are now jobless. They're not making any money. 5,000 jobs gone. 5,000 families now struggling. Again, this isn't the oil and gas industry. This isn't the fracking industry. This isn't the restaurants that were guaranteed money from those industries. We're just talking about just that little part of the wall, the 450 miles of the wall, 5,000 construction jobs gone. John Kerry says, don't worry. Don't worry. The laid off oil and gas and coal workers that you all promised, lied to, that turned around, stabbed in the back. You remember? He wasn't going to do anything. Do you remember, folks? At least I can say with Donald Trump, promises made, promises kept. I can't say that about you, Joe Biden. John Kerry and Gina McCarthy have said laid off oil, gas workers are going to have better choices through green energy choices. Biden has now caused widespread layoffs and tens of thousands of lost future job opportunities. The Keystone Pipeline, other pipelines that that they can't drill because their access to the sites have been revoked. Gas and oil leasing on any federal land was gone day one, even though he said that he wasn't going to do it. And I don't hear any of these rotten maggot scumbags on CBS, MSNBC, CNN, or anybody else calling Joe Biden out on it. They're not. They're talking about how good the new green energy sector is going to be. When in reality, it's just a way to enrich their friends' pockets. Somebody's got to stand up there and do it. And I hope. I'm behind Tulsi Gabbard. I'm behind Donald Trump. If Donald Trump does leave the GOP. I'm not going to stand behind somebody, and I know this is crazy to a lot of people out there. I love Trump. But you got to leave the people that have betrayed you. I don't think that Jesus would have stayed with Judas if he would have been slain. I think that Judas would have been an outcast. I think that he would have went and got somebody else, and Donald Trump needs to do the same thing. And if people that are around him are telling him that he needs to stay with the GOP, then he needs to replace the people around him. It just, it is what it is. Now, I've got a new segment inspired by BC. Twist your knickers, folks. It's time for good news. Uh, Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we have a good news segment. And I I wanted to bring this up today because I had this conversation with my children today. It says, just go walk. Happy news for the day, by the way. Studies show that normal walking can add years to your life and reduce, reduce disease symptoms. Walking can literally add years to your life and incorporating walks after meals can improve all manner of chronic metabolic disorders. Hardly news, the body of research on walking was augmented with another study which took place in 2003 to 2006, but whose results were only just published recently 
showing that people who took 8,000 steps per day had a 51% reduced risk of death than those who took 4,000 steps a day. Furthermore, as uncountable scientists in the past have confirmed, the study found a cumulative dose-dependent effect on the person as those who walked 12,000 steps or had a 65% reduced risk of death. Think about that, folks. Think, I mean, 8,000 steps. If you guys actually get out and walk, that's really not that much. You know, it, it's 2021 now. And if we are going to help this country, if we're going to help ourselves, we have to take advantage of things like walking. There are very few people who can't, at least in a measurable amount, start their day. Remember, day one, Grady always says, start your day one. Get up. Start walking. If you take 4,000 steps, get it up to 8,000 because that will reduce your risk of death by 51%. This is just daily walking. Just daily walking. You can cut your chance of death in half by walking 8,000 steps a day. It says do the walk of life, physical motion, not exercise in the traditional FIAD class sense, is the catalyst through which is born a strong, healthy body. The science practically begs the reader to start moving around more as it found the barest of minimums to participatory benefit. For example, these steps were not taken all at the same time, suggesting that on many occasions, the wearer of the pedometer was not even walking for exercise, but rather doing something like errands or chores. Not only was there a correlation of consecutive steps and lower mortality rates, but there wasn't even a correlation a correlation between step intensity and lower mortality rates, meaning one doesn't even have to power walk. Literally, the death rates, there wasn't any um, information, data that was able to be collected between power walkers and regular walkers, meaning just get off your ass and walk. Just go do something. Walk, go to the mall, go to the park, go to the dog park, go to the local high school and walk around their trek. Do something. And if you double the amount of your steps every month, go do this, go do this. If you take an hour out of your day, folks, an hour out of your day and do nothing but light exercise, you don't have to strain yourself. You can cut your morbidity morbidity rate by 50%. That is awesome. It says a study of type 2 diabetes found that walking on a treadmill at 60% of max heart rate for only 20 minutes after dinner decreased the post-meal blood glucose spike average and peak and improved how glucose was regulated for 12 hours past what you eat. Think about that. It's a study participants with gastroreflux disease who followed dinner with a walk rather than sitting were shown in the study from Pakistan to have a significantly lower or 12% risk of getting gastroreflux system symptoms. Another study found that in 64 patients, the effect of after-dinner quick walking is significant in treatment of community fatty liver disease, and it will improve liver function. 
Smaller studies with very few participants have looked at other effects and found significance after dinner or lunch walking. Even though the recommended physical activity in the U.S. is 150 minutes of moderate intensity per week, meeting that just with daily walks can be very rewarding to your body as well. And that's my happy news. You know, it's so easy for us to push this away and say, oh, I can't do that. I can't do this. I can't afford the pills. I can't afford to eat right. I can't do this. Here it is, folks. If you have the ability to walk, just the ability to walk, you have the power in your own hands. You can empower yourself to cut your risk of death by 51% by only walking 8,000 steps a day. I want you to think about that, folks. It's time to start taking care of ourselves. It's time to start taking care of our families. It's time to start taking care of our communities. And it's time to start taking care of the things that we can actually change. If we can't change something, there is no use wasting our energy and being ineffective in that fight. Do you see what I'm saying, folks? I freaking love you guys. Thank you for being here today. I will see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Support the show at paypal.me forward slash U-J-H-L-I-V-E. That's paypal.me forward slash U-J-H-Live. Unleashed Jeremy Hansen, Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. Central, live on Spreaker.com. Catch the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Pandora, iHeartRadio, or everywhere premium podcasts are found. America. People. Politics. Culture. Entertainment talk that's not allergic to common sense. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.